Lisa. I'm back with another episode of Narrative Conversations. I hope you guys are well. Um, you may have noticed that I've been pumping out the episodes. Um, for now, I'm trying to figure out whether I can do this bi-weekly. Weekly is a bit of a challenge at the moment just because um, of just juggling everything um, in my life and I want to make sure I do everything 100% and I'm not, you know, pumping things out for no reason or for the sake of it I suppose but I just want to tell you guys today I had a really good day so um it's just to give you a timestamp of when I'm recording this it's the 6th of September and I'm in my third week of um can I say it's my redundancy or is it me being employed I mean it's kind of both but it is the end of my third week um the first two weeks the first week was pretty hard for me because obviously like I just was made redundant and I had to deal with being unemployed again for the second time this year, which is another story um, to tell another podcast episode. The second week was dreadful. I was sick, um, so, so sick that I was bedridden for like four to five days. Like I've never been this sick before. I thought the flu was really bad, but um, what I had this time was really, really bad. I was just bedridden and um, I had a really bad sore throat, so I couldn't even swallow anything, which meant I couldn't eat for days. Um, it was terrible, guys, but it's my third week and I basically had to catch up on uni, so I started uni again. I started my arts degree, so I had to catch up on two weeks worth of um of work and it was just such a challenging few days for me because um this degree they really kind of focus on participation especially if you're a distant online student which is myself so um for for them to be able to see if we're participating and we're actually going through the work we have to do online discussions every week so I had to do two weeks worth of online discussions so I had to read a lot which is great because it means that I actually have to study means I have to actually um listen to my lectures and do the work, do the readings. Um, but so far I'm doing a couple of, um, so I'm doing two subjects. One is on, it's basically like a philosophy subject, I suppose. And then the other one is just basically learning how to, um, learning how to academically write and, um, do your assignments in it. Cause it's obviously university is so different to how you do your assignments in school. And it's been a few years since I've into university so um you know learning things like referencing and things like that is a really good way of um this this is this is basically what they sort of teach in the subject so I was just catching up on that stuff um but today was a good day because it was really warm outside we're starting to get warm weather here in Australia which is so amazing um I basically started the day off running my errands and then I did some other things basically with little errands so I did a bit of shopping grocery shopping and then I needed to find a new pair of shoes for a new um casual role that I'll be doing and then um I went to the pools today I went to the pools down in Sydney and it was such nice weather went for a swim and I was like damn I'm actually like really living my best life today like just taking things easy um, but it was great. So just basically want to briefly tell you guys, um, what my day was like, but in today's episode, I'm actually 
really wanting to talk about what it's actually like to look after yourself and to take care of yourself um, as a single woman. I'm like my current situation, if you haven't really um, figured it out from my previous episodes is um, I'm a woman in my late 20s. I'm single. I have, I don't own a house. I rent at the moment because that's the best thing that suits my lifestyle. I've been living out of home I've been living out of my home most of my adult life. I've only been back with my parents for maybe like up to max four years on and off. Um, the other years I would have been living outside with my previous partner or in a share house. But this time around, it's been about, I would say, five months. And I have to say, like, it's it's so different to my other times. Because I think the first few times I moved out of home, I was just getting the hang of it. But now I feel like... I am getting the hang of things Um, and there are some challenges when it comes to looking after yourself. So I think the biggest one is when you're sick. When I'm sick, I don't have someone to look after me. Um, My mum, who usually is such a good caregiver, like a caretaker for me when I'm sick, she lives really far away from me. She actually lives like about 50 to an hour away from me sorry, 50 minutes to an hour away from me. So obviously like there's no, it's not really practical for her to come out and look after me. Um, but I, I've been finding that, um, yeah, living outside of home when you're single and sick is such a challenge. Cause I have to actually drag myself out of bed to go to the GP, especially when I'm not feeling well. So like last week was literally mission trying to, um, get to the GP to see what's going on. And then, having to cook for yourself when you're sick. Oh my God. It's, it's terrible. Like when I'm sick, I don't want to do anything. And, um, I really do miss those days when you have someone there that's just like able to take care of you. But, um, my reality is not that that case at all. And so I think that's like the biggest challenge of just not having, um, someone around to help you out. Um, a really big one for me is, I think I think this is really relatable and it's a first world problem but figuring out what to cook for yourself and because you're just cooking for yourself you're kind of like you get a bit slack right so you don't have to you know cook up this amazing meal for that someone else or your family you just have to do it for yourself and sometimes scrambled eggs with rice is just enough like that has been my staple meal for like the past few weeks because I've just been that lazy it's either scrambled eggs with rice or bruschetta bruschetta is so easy because it's just like chopped tomatoes olive oil garlic onions boom toast some bread bubs your uncle it's done um those are like the two things that i eat or i'll just literally for dinner i'll have cheese and crackers because it's just so filling for me um because usually lunchtime um so hypothetically if i was at work if, if, if it was a lunchtime sort of situation I would buy because I just rather have something freshly made instead of having to cook something and then bring it to work it's just a lot of it's just a lot of effort for me (laughs) so I would rather do that but um as of late I've just been keeping it real simple even like soup in a can is so so amazingly convenient that's like literally a dream or like me goreng like two minute noodles is is my staple as well so cooking for yourself is is a bit of a challenge sometimes and I've been really contemplating when I have a bit of a stable income coming in to start going back into like Marley Spoon, 
um, just because it's just the decisions made for you and what I want to do as a goal for myself towards the end, like from now to the end of the year and also obviously the new year is to at least cook a meal for myself twice a week, like even once a week, which isn't that hard because um, I tend to eat out a lot just because of its convenience and, you know, I I have my like usual spots near my place and yeah, I just like, I don't like spending too long in the kitchen. I do enjoy cooking when I'm really stressed and I just want to do a bit of, you know, self-care for myself. So self-care for me is like basically taking care of myself. And I'm, if I'm cooking a healthy meal, that is taking care of myself. And I do find it quite therapeutic. Um, but I just want that decision to be, you know, made for me. If it's healthy and it's tasty, then I'll eat it. Um, but it's definitely... and shopping for one is definitely a challenge too like you don't realize like you don't need to buy as much groceries but it is it is a little bit cheaper in a sense but just having to think and like strategize like okay towards the end of the week I'm probably going out so I probably won't need that much food but I still need food on these days and it's just like having to think for yourself and you know it's just you don't have another person to like finish up the leftovers I suppose so that's a big one too but it's not to say I haven't enjoyed living out of like I have enjoyed sorry I have enjoyed living outside of home I really really like the independence not that I wasn't independent when I was living with either of my parents but just having to not like answer to them and you know just being in my own space and um yeah not having to worry like I don't I don't like my parents worrying about me all the time because that just projects onto me and then I get really guilty if they worry about me. So just the fact that I'm not in their sights, they just can't see it and they don't have to worry. They do tell me they still constantly worry. Like even my dad says like now that I'm not with either parent, he still wants me to tell him if I go out of town or if I go overseas. And to be honest, I just haven't told him. Like I, 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 I went to Melbourne for a work trip a couple months ago and I just totally forgot to tell him. But I think he just feels responsible because, you know, I w- he's like the last person I lived with, I suppose. Um, but I really love having my own space and knowing that it just feel, I just feel like an adult now, not that there is a definition of being adult, because I think there's so many other things that make you feel like an adult. But now I don't feel like I'm kind of leaning on my parents anymore. I'm not, you know, asking for help for so much. I mean, definitely now being redundant, it's taken a toll on me financially. And I've reached out to my parents for just a bit of extra support until I get myself back up on my feet. But, you know, that's what they're there for. You know, they're there to help you and support you. But um, it's a good thing that I actually saved for myself. Like this time around, I actually put some money away and I'm a terrible saver. Like if anyone knows me, my close friends know I'm terrible with money. But ever since I st- I read um, The Barefoot Investor, which was actually given to me by my previous director, my previous role, he literally saved my financial life with that because um, just by the way, it is super windy outside and I'm pretty sure this mic is going to pick it up. But anyway, um, yeah, that book really changed my life and how I see money. And now I'm able to like organize how I use money. And it helped me save. So it's a really good book if you guys are struggling um, with money like myself. I've, I've never had like a really good sort of financial education on 
on money um, because my parents, like I said, in one of my previous episodes, if you guys listened to my episode about me growing up in Australia as um, a Vietnamese, like a, a, a Viet, like an Asian Australian, um, my parents, like their, their sort of mindset about money and living life is all about survival because they're immigrants. And for me, it's like, I just like spend frivolously because I'm like, oh, like I don't have to worry about anything. You know, I can just spend all my money. But really, like it's times like this when I'm living out of home, I have rent to pay. And I'm not working is when you need savings of some kind. So it's good that I kind of adopted that. I think the biggest thing about as well, like living on your own and looking after yourself is the fact that um, you only really have yourself to take care of. I think that has been such a big blessing in disguise for me that has taken me a while to realize. But I just realized like when I go to work, I can stick around, go out to eat by myself I don't have to go home straight away to being with um to 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 wait on someone or to have someone wait on me um I can literally take my time and do what I need to do um I can set up my own space I can organize my space the way I want it to this is sort of going into realms of like the benefits of being single I suppose but um the biggest thing out of this like the biggest takeaway for me was the fact that I literally just had to worry about myself I didn't have to worry about anything else because I can't imagine if I was living with a partner I've just been married and I have no savings like how the hell this like he'd have to support me and I would feel super guilty about that but thankfully I just have to worry about myself um but yeah I'm really enjoying renting and um I guess as an as a millennial I, I don't know if I would call myself a millennial I kind of am in a sense because I I was born before that period but like to be categorized as a millennial, but, um, I have no sort of intentions of ever buying a house, um, on my own, um, just because it is quite difficult to buy on your own. Like when I was, um, in my previous role, my most recent one, I actually looked into, I looked into buying again. Um, and I looked at my, my buying power I suppose so you can have like you can look into seeing how much you can borrow and I thought oh I still am not there where I want to be and the other thing as well is like saving for a deposit as a single woman is very difficult um especially in the real estate climate at the moment and um I I would know myself because I used to be a lender so I can see like a lot of young people like us it's just a really big struggle to have like a big pile of savings just lurking around especially if you're renting um but right now for me like renting is such a great sort of way for me to invest in myself and invest in the fact that I've provided shelter for myself and I don't see it as a way of wasting money I know my parents think renting is such a waste of money because it just goes to nowhere but for me it's providing that shelter that I need for myself and I know for a fact when you buy your own house, it's actually really expensive to live in your own home. Like you have a lot of other things you need to pay for, whereas rent, most of that stuff gets covered by the landlord, so you don't have to worry about it. So I see myself renting for a very, very long time. Um, Perhaps if, you know, when I have a family, I definitely am going to look into that. Something more permanent and more stable, I suppose. But right now I'm really enjoying renting and I love the fact that, you know, if I want to move somewhere else, like a different suburb, I can do that in a year's time. Like there's so much flexibility. I don't have to stay put in the same spot. I think the most annoying thing as well about being by yourself is moving. (laughs) 
I know for a fact I've moved so many times in the last like five years. Moving is such a mission. Packing up all your shit and having to get that to A to B is so, so hard. So having a good group of friends and family to help you out is definitely essential. Or if you're like me, I think the next time what I'm going to do is use Airtasker and just pay for the service because, you know, you pay for what you get. You pay for the convenience. So those are my thoughts and basically like, you know, what it's like to really like take care of yourself and live on your own. Um, I actually am really happy that I got myself to where I am today. I know at the beginning of the year, I was still living at home and I was always wishing to move out because I just, I remembered the first time I really moved out on my own when I was, um, I think about a few years ago. I was so excited. It was like the first time I felt like an adult and um, obviously like the reasons why I'm doing this are from just my own insecurities of, you know, how my family looks at me because I feel like my family always feel like I need that extra support and I want to be able to stand on my two feet for once. And so this is like a really big thing that I've moved out because the independence for me is so important. And, um, you know, I wanted to challenge myself into you know, learning how to take care of myself because I know for a fact that, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to have this privilege for, you know, a while. I don't know when, um, you know, I, I'm, you know, things could change in two to three years time and I might be in a relationship or I might have a family, like who knows what's going to happen. I might have to take care of someone else. I'm not really sure, but worrying about me right now is the best for me right now. And I'm pretty grateful for it. Um, but I'd love to hear your thoughts if you guys are on your own or you're very independent and you're living your best life by yourself, like let us know your best tips and advices, all the challenges you faced. I'm sure, um, everyone definitely relates to me with the um, challenge of being sick and having to look after yourself. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to hear other people's perspective. I'm so sorry. I just knocked over my bin. It's interesting to hear other people's perspectives as well. And um, the thing is, I don't actually get to talk to other women about this because most of my friends are in relationships and are living with their partners. So this is a really interesting topic for me to share and to talk about. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I'll speak to you guys in my next one. Bye.